Well, good morning, my friend. It is Friday morning, and here we are at the end of another week here in the month of January. It is January 21st. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along with me this morning as we get ready to um, go into the weekend. Been a cold couple days here in Oklahoma City, and I'm supposed to warm up a little bit for the weekend. It's wintertime, of course, but I'm always glad that when it starts warming up, I'm not a cold weather person. And um, but looking forward to seeing what God's going to do this weekend in church and seeing um, God's house filled again and, and praying that souls will be saved and baptized. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I hope that you are as well. I also want to um, give another um, another um, um, invitation to the Old Paths Conference coming up March 21st through the 23rd. And I'm going to put the link here for you to kind of to go and register at. We're asking people to register early. Um, that it's, it's free to come, and we understand that, but this helps us to prepare. Um, we're expecting a, a full house, which I'm excited about, because um, that tells me the old-time religion is alive, and a lot of people truly um, want to do it the old-fashioned ways. A lot of new stuff going on that's just not building churches and changing lives, and, um, and I still believe the old-time ways work, and you're going to learn about them. You're going to learn about some Sunday school, some tips for Sunday school, tips for the getting your converts to church down the aisle. We've got one little thing that I say little, it's a huge thing that we do at our church um, that I, that we just started uh, probably within the, just a little bit over a year ago. I wanted to see how it went for a year. And um, it has been a phenomenal thing in our church to really get more people in, um, saved, baptized and into the church. And that's what we, and I want to be giving that out um, to the pastors, of course, explaining it to everyone but it's a, it's a great tool that we use. I'd encourage you to come and find out what that is. It's going to be a great conference. Again, oldpassconference.com. You can fly into the Oklahoma City Airport. It's about 20 minutes from the church. If you go to the, um, to the website, on the website is our hotel page. There's one hotel really giving us a decent rate for the area. It's the Hampton Inn. You call them up, tell them you're coming to the conference or for Maranatha Baptist Church. They'll give you the rate. We have so many rooms blocked out. For the conference and so you want to get in early and get your room so you get that rate and that'll certainly be helpful to you i want to read to you this morning as we deal with the subject of disagreements with fellow believers I want to read to you from acts chapter 15 verses 37 and 38 it says and barnabas determined to take with them john whose surname was mark but paul not good to take him with them who departed from them from pamphylia and went went not with them to the work. Now, disagreements will happen in the ministry. You're not going to get around that. Everyone has their opinions about how things should be done. However, we don't have to become contentious with those that we disagree with. Paul and Barnabas had a disagreement, and sadly, their disagreement divided these great men and their team for the gospel's sake. Now, one can only imagine how many more souls could have been saved had they stayed together. Yes, God made the best out of the disagreement, but it was a disagreement that probably could have been resolved in a better way. Now, I want to give you several thoughts about how you should handle disagreements with fellow believers. First, realize that you're not always going to agree with others. Now, 
I know there's there's people out there. Well, let's just all get along. That's impossible, my friend. We we're we're human beings. We all have our opinions. We all have our preferences, and we're flesh and we're sinful. And because of this, disagreements are going to happen. Now, you have to determine that that before you have a disagreement, that you're not going to let your disagreement with others destroy the work of God. Second, you don't have to be an enemy with those you disagree with. It doesn't mean that because you have to go to war against someone that you, uh, it doesn't mean that you have to go to war with someone just because you have a disagreement with them. I don't always have to go to war with somebody just because I disagree with him. You can disagree, get this now, and still work together. But it takes a spiritual person to do this. Third, pray and ask God to see if you are wrong when you have a disagreement with someone. I know this may be hard to take, but you're not always right. I mean, we all have we all have a hard time with that. I, I include myself. Instead of going to war with someone you disagree with, the first thing you ought to do is go to prayer. And ask God to help you to resolve the issue in a Christ-like manner and show you where you could be wrong. You got to say, God, am I wrong? God, am I the one that is wrong in this disagreement? Yeah, I've, I've learned that God can correct this problem if he corrects me first. Fourth, don't force the issue. One of the biggest reasons um, we have infighting is because we forced the issue instead of dropping it. Let me just be plain about this. Get over yourself. If you're still carrying a grudge with someone you had with a, had a disagreement with months and years ago, you're not right with God. Can I even go a step further? There's people out there that had a disagreement over a personality that they liked. Two personalities um, bumped heads, and those who follow those personalities um, 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 followed their personality, and the personalities are over it and gone. But those who follow are still angry at the other personality, and they're not right with God. I'm being very serious with that. There is, it's ridiculous, the childishnesses that we have amongst um, preachers who are fighting over personality. Hey, our focus is Christ. At some point, you got to drop the issue. It's better to drop it early on instead of trying to force the issue and cause greater contention. The fact that you're, that you're, that you're carrying a grudge with someone and trying to force the issue, and it causes greater contention, and it shows your lack of spirituality in being led. Fifth, be willing to lay aside the disagreement for the greater cause of the gospel. You see, the greatest cause a believer can live for is the gospel, and you should be willing to put your disagreement aside with others for the gospel's sake. Don't let the gospel suffer because of your unwillingness to let go of a disagreement with others. Uh, sick, don't try to destroy the one with whom you have a disagreement. It's evil. Listen to me. It's evil to try to destroy other brethren. Can I just stop right here and just say, there are men out there that they go on YouTube and they're trying to destroy others. They're evil and they're devilish and they need to get right with God because that is not how God acted. Even if you are right about where you are with the disagreement, you should not become wrong in trying to destroy another believer. That's not your job to try to destroy someone. That's God's job. Whatever happened to the local church taking care of things, we have let social media and the YouTube, get this now, become the catalyst for division because we think I have a right to say something about another brother. If they're not in my church, I don't need to worry about it. 
get this now, give your disagreement to God for him to handle it and stay busy reaching the laws for Jesus Christ. Seven, never forget the years of service together if you separate over disagreement. You did serve with that person for years. Now, let that be your memory of them instead of your disagreement. Don't bring up the disagreement about them to others, but bring up the years you served together. This is the best way to keep yourself from becoming evil. Now, you listen to me. There are a lot of people today that are they're, they're fighting over dumb things, foolish things. And somewhere we've got to get over ourselves. We got to get over our little agendas and understand the gospel needs God's people to just get focused on reaching the loss for Jesus Christ. I've learned this. The more I'm focused on reaching people for Jesus Christ, the less I have time to try to destroy someone else. You get busy going soul winning. And I'll tell you this, you won't know what somebody else is doing. At some point, we have got to say that we're losing our nation because brethren, uh, well, you know, someone did something 10 years ago. Really? You would, listen, there are some, some of the people that act like this. They would have disciplined their children if they'd ever done this. Yet they act more childish than their children because of a disagreement they had years ago. Drop it and move on. We've got a nation we need to save for Jesus Christ. Churches need to be built. And I'm not talking about compromising, by the way. There are times you have to stand for truth and there's, and, and, and you, and you're going to have to fight, but, but you don't have to make it personal. I fight for truth and I make truth my issue. And I don't, listen to me, there are people I disagree with. If they walked into town, I can get, I can, we could have lunch together. Doesn't mean, now I'm not talking about compromise again. I'm not talking about people who don't even believe like us. I'm talking about people that are in that run, that, that, that believe the King James Bible run buses or soul winners doing right. Okay. So we don't always disagree. We don't always agree. Why in the world do we have to make it such a thing that, 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 okay, I don't, I don't agree with them. So let me try to destroy them. I don't need to destroy somebody else. We need as many of our churches as we can to reach the loss for Jesus Christ. One of the biggest destructions to Christianity has been the social media movement. Years ago, when the old timers had disagreements, nobody knew about it because nobody could go on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or anything else and get their message out about the disagreement. Those men just did their work. They got along. We didn't know about what everybody else was doing. And that was a better day. Be a good thing if we just got focused on what we're supposed to do. Let God deal with the problems. Let God change the person. Don't try to destroy them. Pray for them. And, and if you have to take a stand for right, take a stand for right. But don't try to destroy other brethren. My friend, we can. We can do what's right. Now let's do it. I hope this is an encouragement and help to you. Remember today, hey, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.